Ciao, sono Mark e oggi ho una notizia. We have some fantastic news for Italian learners. Starting February 2024, our Coffee Break Italian Masterclass is a brand new way to help you take your Italian to the next level. Aimed at intermediate Italian speakers who want to move on to an advanced level, the Masterclass covers advanced topics such as pronouns, the conditional perfect, the passive voice, subjunctive structures and much more, and it ultimately helps you sound more Italian. It's a six-month coaching course with a different module covered each month and it starts on the 1st of February. The lessons are self-access so you can work through each module and benefit from feedback and support from our wonderful masterclass tutors Francesca and Maurizio. Imagine building your fluency with the Coffee Break Italian team over the next six months. Does this sound fantastico? Search today for Coffee Break Italian Masterclass or visit coffeebreaklanguages.com Italian and join the class of February 2024. Places are limited and we're starting soon. Allora, cosa aspetti? Ci vediamo alla Masterclass. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Coffee Break Italian, Season 1, Episode 25. Buongiorno a tutti, benvenuti a Coffee Break Italian, io sono Mark. Ciao a tutti, sono Francesca. Buongiorno, sono Katie. And we're back with another episode of Coffee Break Italian for you. In this episode, we'll be reviewing some of the content that we covered last time. And of course, we'll be looking at some new content. We promised last time that we were going to be dealing with one of those really tricky areas. And that is using the phone in Italian. Allora ragazze, come state? Eh, io sto bene, grazie. E Katie, come stai? Anch'io sto bene, grazie. E tu, Mark, come stai? Oggi ho un po' mal di gola, ma a parte quello, tutto bene. Molto bene. Poverino. <laughs> grazie. Ok, let's get on with our lesson. Siamo pronti? Sì, sì pronti. Allora, cominciamo. We mentioned a little bit of review and we'll actually be doing our review as we go through this lesson. You'll remember last time we were looking at the are verbs. We conjugated the full verb parlare. Now, we'll be doing a little more of that as we come across some new are verbs in this lesson too. However, for the time being, let's go on and talk about the main topic for today and that is using the phone. Francesca. What happens when you lift up the phone in, in Italy? What do you say when you lift up the phone? You say pronto. And what does pronto literally mean? It means ready. So you would say pronto and I would say pronto. It doesn't matter if you're male or female. It's always pronto. 
pronto. So that's what you would say if you are answering the phone. If you lift up the phone in Italy or in an Italian-speaking area, you would have to say pronto. Pronto. Okay. Now, the fact is, we might really need to learn how to make the call. For example, we might be phoning up to book a room in a hotel. We might be making a reservation in a restaurant. We might be phoning for some information. So let's start to think about the phrases and the expressions that we need in order to make that call. So imagine I've lifted up the phone in the hotel or something like that, and I say, pronto. What's the first thing in an Italian phone conversation that you're most likely to do, Francesca? I think you're most likely to introduce yourself and say what your name is. And we already know how to say that. So, Katie, can you tell us how you would say, my name is Katie, for example? Mi chiamo Katie. Okay. And what about if you're giving your second name? If I were saying I'm, I'm Mr. Pendleton, how would I say that? Sono il signor Pendleton. And listen carefully to this because it's a little bit different. There's something in there that you sì. might not expect. Sono il signor Pendleton. So there's a definite article. And obviously, if it's a masculine signor, then we need to say il signor. Sono il signor Smith. Sono il signor Giovinetto. And of course, if it's a feminine person who's introducing herself, what would she say? Sono la signora Ferrari. Sono la signora Ferrari. Okay. Or what about I am Miss something? Uh, you could say sono la signorina Ferrari, but I think... Uh, Nowadays, women wouldn't say that anymore. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I think signorina is probably a little outdated in a sense. It is. It carries a certain, well, a certain, it it's just sounds a bit old fashioned. Yes. Now, one thing that we need to think about here is the fact that we're using sono, the verb for I am. Sono Giuseppe. I am Giuseppe. Sono Mark. Sono Katie. Sono Francesca. I am but in English, of course, if we were on the phone, we wouldn't say, I am Mark. We would say, it's Mark. So just remember that when you're saying, it's Mark calling, or it's whatever your name is calling, you use sono, I am, from the verb essere, to be. So let's take our conversation up to this point. I'll answer the phone. Francesca, you're going to say who you are. Okay. Pronto. Buongiorno, sono la signora Valeria Rossi. Ah, buongiorno, signora Rossi. È disturbo? No, non disturbo affatto. E posso parlare con il signor Matteo Verdi, per favore? Mi dispiace, il signor Verdi non c'è. Okay, Katie, you've not been speaking very much in this episode, so let's bring you in now and let's see how much of that you understood. We'll do the conversation again and see if you can decide what's happening in this conversation. Va bene? Okay. Ok, pronto? Buongiorno, sono la signora Valeria Rossi. Ah, buongiorno, signora Rossi. E disturbo? No, non disturba affatto. E posso parlare con il signor Matteo Verdi, per favore? Ah, mi dispiace, il signor Verdi non c'è. Ok, now obviously we'll continue this conversation a little later, but let's go through so far what we've done. I said pronto, which of course is the way for saying... Hello. Yeah, it's like when you pick up the phone. And then uh, Francesca said... Buongiorno, sono la signora Valeria Rossi. Which would mean... She's introducing herself. Hello, I am Mrs. Valeria Rossi. Yeah, and it's the Mrs. La Signora. Sono la signora Valeria Rossi. And I said, buongiorno signora Rossi. And then Francesca, or signora Rossi, said an interesting word. 
Disturbo. Any ideas what that might mean, Kitty? It sounds a little like disturb. Absolutely. So I would guess that it means am I disturbing you? Absolutely, yeah. And it's a very straightforward word because it's literally the verb disturbare, to disturb. So I disturb, disturbo. How would you say you disturb in an informal sense, Katie? Disturbi? Si, disturbi, bene. And then if you were talking about someone else, he disturbs? Disturba? Si, perfetto, disturba. And here I replied to Valeria Rossi saying, No, non disturba affatto. Non disturba affatto. I'm using the lei form, the polite form, so that's the same as the he or she form. Non disturba. You're not disturbing. And affatto means at all. Non disturba affatto. Try saying that. Non disturba affatto. Perfetto. Why don't we go through the rest of the conjugation of disturbare? Buona idea. Katie, <laughs> how do we say we disturb? Disturbiamo. Sì, bene, disturbiamo. And you plural disturb? Disturbate. Sì, disturbate. And they disturb? Mm, disturbano. Bravissima, disturbano. Sì. Well done, Kitty. So just note the disturbiamo, that's the kind of thing that you could quite easily say. Are we disturbing you? Disturbiamo. So making it into a question just by changing the intonation of your voice. Are we disturbing you? Disturbiamo. And note that we don't even need a word for you in there. Are we disturbing in general? Disturbiamo. Or if you're in a conversation where you're asking, am I disturbing you? Then you would just say disturbo, making it a question. Disturbo. And, of course, you'll be told, no, no, non disturba fatto. You're not disturbing at all. Okay. Then Francesca, as Valeria Rossi, asked, can I speak to Mr. Matteo Verdi? Now, Katie, can you work out or can you remember how Francesca, as Valeria Rossi, said that? Well, can I would be posso and then parlare. So posso parlare con il signor Matteo Verdi? Benissimo. Benissimo. So, posso parlare? Can I speak? We've done that lots of times where we're combining the modal verb posso, meaning can I or I can, with an infinitive. Parlare, in this case. Can I speak? Posso parlare? And you remember that it's con il signor Matteo Verdi, with the Mr. Matteo Verdi, Matthew Green. Matteo Verdi. Sì, certo. (laughs) So, can I speak to Mr. Matthew Green? And then I said... Mi dispiace, non c'è. I'm sorry, he's not here. Yes, I'm sorry, he's not here. Now, non c'è, we would use that in the sense of in questa città non c'è una piscina. In this town there is no swimming pool. So c'è, we know is there is, or there are would be ci sono. But in questa città non c'è una piscina. There is no swimming pool. But here we're not saying there is no Mr. Matteo Verdi, but that's how we use it. We just say, non c'è. He's not here. Now, there are other ways of saying that. We could literally say, he is not here. Sì, non è qui. Non è qui. Non è qui. Or, for example, he's not available at the moment. Non è disponibile al momento. Non è disponibile al momento. Disponibile is the word for available. And al momento 
at the moment. Can we say in questo momento? Sì, sì, non è disponibile in questo momento. Oh, okay, so various possibilities there. And of course, we will be understanding these because the fact is we're likely to be phoning ourselves and these are the answers that we might hear if we're looking to speak to someone. Okay, let's go back to our conversation here and what we're going to do is add a little bit more to it. It's still this formal situation. Valeria Rossi is looking for Matteo Verdi and we're going to add a little bit more to the end of the conversation. Let's have a listen now. Pronto? Buongiorno, sono la signora Valeria Rossi. Ah, buongiorno signora Rossi. Disturbo? No, non disturba affatto. E posso parlare con il signor Matteo Verdi, per favore? Mi dispiace, il signor Verdi non c'è. Ah, ehm... Vuole lasciare un messaggio? Sì, grazie. Ehm, gli può dire che ho chiamato e che richiamo domani? Sì, riferisco, perfetto. Grazie mille, arrivederci. Arrivederla. Okay, there are a few new words in there. Kitty, can we listen again, please? And then you are going to tell us what happened in this conversation. Okay. Pronto? Buongiorno, sono la signora Valeria Rossi. Ah, buongiorno, signora Rossi. Disturbo? No, non disturba affatto. E posso parlare con il signor Matteo Verdi, per favore? Mi dispiace, il signor Verdi non c'è. Ah, ehm... Vuole lasciare un messaggio? Sì, grazie. Ehm, gli può dire che ho chiamato e che richiamo domani? Sì, riferisco, perfetto. Grazie mille, arrivederci. Arrivederla. Okay, Katie. Now, I asked a question to Valeria Rossi when we realized that Signor Matteo Verdi was not available or was not here. I said, vuole lasciare un messaggio. Can you work out what that might mean? Well, the last word sounds a bit like message. That's correct. So I'm going to guess that it's something to do with leaving a message. Absolutely. Now, it's interesting because we used vuole. Vuole is from which verb, Francesca? From verb volere. Volere means? To want. To want. So vuole is the polite form of do you want. Vuole And then what kind of verb is it going to be followed by? Do you want to do something? An infinitive. An infinitive, because it's one of these modals, just like posso, can I, vuole, do you want? How do we say, I want? Voglio. Voglio. So, how would we say, I want to speak with Mr. Matteo Verdi? Katie. Voglio parlare con il signor Verdi. Certo, voglio parlare con il signor Verdi, con il signor Matteo Verdi. Although it's a little bit rude yeah, in a way, as in I English. I want to speak with Mr. Verdi. Mm. That's why we would change it. We would actually use a, a, a more polite form. We would probably say vorrei. Sì. I would like, but we don't want to confuse no, things no, at the no, moment. No, no. Let's just think carefully about the voglio, meaning I want. It might sound a little bit a bit rude, but nonetheless, voglio, I want. Now, the you in formal form is something that we've actually heard before. How do we say do you want or you want? Vuoi. Quite a tricky word to get your tongue around. Three vowels. Vuoi. 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 It's like... If you think of it as V-W-O-Y in English, okay. <laughs> it's not a good idea. But that might help you think about how you would pronounce voi. 
So you've got voglio, vuoi, vuole. Voglio, vuoi, vuole. Katie, guess how you would say we want. Vogliamo? Sì, bene, vogliamo. So there we're applying these rules and patterns that we're learning as we're looking at verbs to a new word, a completely new verb, volere. And indeed, it's not even an are word, it's an ere word, and it's quite irregular. Voglio, vuoi, vuole, vogliamo. And then the other two remaining forms are volete, you all want the plural form. Volete. And then the final part is vogliono, they want. Vogliono. Let's hear the whole verb from Francesca. Voglio, vuoi, vuole, vogliamo, volete, vogliono. Katie? Voglio, vuoi, vuole, vogliamo, volete, vogliono. Perfetto, brava. That's introducing a new verb then, volere, to want. And we were using the formal form, asking the question, vuole lasciare un messaggio. Lasciare is the verb to leave. It's an are verb, a regular verb, so we could learn lascio, lasci, lascia, lasciamo, lasciate, lasciano. Sì, bravissimo, Mark. <laughs> Grazie. So it's really good being able to apply these patterns that we're learning to different verbs. In this case, do you want to leave a message? Vuole lasciare un messaggio. Do you want to leave a message? Okay, we're going to take a short break there and we'll be back in just a moment. Interrompiamo questa trasmissione per una comunicazione importante. If you'd like to make faster progress with your Italian, don't forget that you can use the premium version of this course, which features video versions of the lessons, comprehensive lesson notes and bonus listening materials. Allora, cosa aspetti? What are you waiting for? If you'd like to take your Italian to the next level, go to coffeebreakitalianplus.com. 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, let's get on with the lesson. Now, the message that... Valeria Rossi left sì. was a little complicated. Let's have a listen to it again. Okay. Gli può dire che ho chiamato e che richiamo domani. Let's split this up. Let's listen to the first part. Gli può dire che ho chiamato. Okay. There are a few words that we do already know in there, Kitty. Can you identify some of them? Dire. Which means? To Tell, see. Yeah, to tell or to say. So something about telling him, presumably, because we're talking about Signor Verdi. So gli può dire. What does può mean? You can. You can, and it's the formal form. So you can tell, può dire, and therefore what do you think the gli might mean in there? Would that mean him? Yeah, it's, it's like him. It's kind of to him. Can you say to him? The li becomes to him. So, li può dire. To him, can you tell or can you say? Che ho chiamato. Now, you know what o means. I have. And we are using a new verb here, chiamato, which comes from the verb chiamare and... I believe we've seen that verb before. Mi chiamo. Mi chiamo, of sì. course. So I, I call myself, literally. So what do you think che ho chiamato might mean? Mm, that I have called, maybe. E- exactly. Che ho chiamato. I have called. Now, that's a different tense. We've not looked at that tense of the verb before. That I have called. It's actually called the perfect tense. But don't worry about it just now. Just let's think of this as a piece of vocabulary. So, gli può dire che ho chiamato. Can you tell him that I've called? Can you, you do the same with gli può dire as you can with mi può consigliare? Because I think in a previous lesson we learned that you can say mi, mi può consigliare or può consigliarmi. So can you do the same with this? Very good question, Katie. Una buona domanda. You can do the same with consigliare and dire. So basically you're left with dir. We remove the E of the ending dire. So we are left with dir and we attach gli at the end and it becomes one word. Dir gli. So we can either say gli può dire or può dirgli. It's quite a tricky word. It's so <laughs> tricky. Try it. Può dirgli? Dirgli. 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 Maybe it's easier for you. Gli può dire? Maybe. <laughs> the the gli sound is pronounced slightly differently in different parts of of Italy. Would that be Would that be fair? Uh-huh, it is. Yes. So it's sometimes more gli and sometimes more gli. Different, yeah. slight, slightly different pronunciations. Mm-hmm. But don't worry about that. Is gli può dire or può dirgli? So 
can you tell him that I've called? Li può dire che ho chiamato. Now, before we move on from here, let's just think about this li a little more because that's to him. Can you tell him I've called? Francesca, how would we say can you tell her that I've called? That's slightly different. To her in Italian is le. So can you tell her that I've called would be le può dire che ho chiamato or può dirle che ho chiamato. That one's a little easier than the to him. So to him is li, to her, le. And we'll come across those words again because they're really very useful. They're they're used in many, many situations in, in Italian. Okay, so that was the first part. Gli può dire che ho chiamato. And then Valeria Rossi went on to say... E che richiamo domani. So, that's straightforward enough if you just think about the ri part of richiamo. And we already know the word domani. Katie, what does that mean? E che richiamo domani. I'll phone back tomorrow. Absolutely. That literally, I am calling again tomorrow. Che richiamo domani. It's a present tense. Che richiamo. Chiamo. I call. Richiamo. I recall. I call again. (laughs) Tomorrow. E che richiamo domani. So the whole thing was... Gli può dire che ho chiamato e che richiamo domani. And... I said in response to this, perfetto, riferisco, riferisco is a quite a tricky expression. It basically means I refer our conversation to that person. So riferisco, I'll tell him or I'll tell her, riferisco. But there's no need to say I to him, it will tell or anything like that. You can just say riferisco. Okay, è un po' difficile tutto questo di parlare per telefono, non è vero? No, è facile. Ma dai. <laughs> oh, there's a lovely expression in Italian. Ma dai, dai. Literally means you give. But sì. how would you translate that in English, Francesca? Come on. Come on. Dai, <laughs> ma dai. Okay, so come on. Yeah, it's not that difficult. Hopefully it's not too difficult for all our listeners. One no. thing that we've not done is look at the whole idea of an informal conversation, but we'll look at that next time in our next lesson. The fact is, when we're using the phone, the chances are we'll be doing something fairly formal to begin with, like, as I said earlier, booking a a restaurant or booking a hotel room or finding out information and so on. So a a formal conversation is quite a useful thing to do. Okay, before we finish today's episode, what we'd like to do is return to Francesca for a little bit of culture. It's time for our Café Culturale. Va bene. Questa settimana parliamo di opera. The word opera in Italian actually means work, but of course it's also the word that is used to refer to performances which tell stories through music and songs. Attraverso musica e canzoni. Even if you are not an opera fan, you will probably have heard of uh, La Bohème and Madame Butterfly, which were both written by Giacomo Puccini and are, of course, performed in Italian. And definitely we can't talk about Italian opera without mentioning Giuseppe Verdi, 
who composed Nabucco, Rigoletto, Il Trovatore, and many more. One very famous Italian tenor was Luciano Pavarotti, who was well known for his rendition of Nessun Dorma, which features in another of Puccini's operas called Turandot. Nessun Dorma translates into English as None shall sleep, and you should recognize the word Dorma from the verb dormire. Un altro tenore italiano molto famoso, another very famous Italian tenor, is Andrea Bocelli. Bocelli recordings include both opera and popular music, and one of his most popular songs is Con te partirò. I thought it would be a good idea to go through a few lines of the chorus of this song and translate them for you. Mark, do you want to help me? Posso aiutare, certo. <laughs> allora, con te partirò. With you, I will leave. Paesi che non ho mai veduto e vissuto con te. Uh, this is interesting because we saw ho chiamato oggi, I have called. This is now ho veduto, I have seen, e vissuto and lived. So, paesi che non ho mai veduto e vissuto con te. Countries that I have never seen or lived with you. Adesso sì, li vivrò. Now, yes, I will live them or I will experience them. Con te partirò su navi per mari. With you, I will leave on ships across the seas. Che io lo so, no, no, non esistono più. Which I know no longer exist. Con te io li vivrò. With you I will love them. Ah, che bella canzone! Sì, è bellissima. Con te partirò sui navi per mari e io lo so, no, no, non esistono più. Con te io li vivrò. Oh, bravo! I'm thinking well here as we're recording this that we've got a group of uh, opera students who are using Coffee Break Italian and they'll be cringing at my opera singing there. So I apologize to no, all of them. Ma dai. <laughs> okay. Well, that is fortunately all we've got time for in this episode of Coffee Break Italian. Well, that is all for another episode of Coffee Break Italian. We hope that you've enjoyed this episode and do let us know if you've ever had the chance to have a phone call in Italian and let us know how it went too. You can, of course, do that. On Facebook, at our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Coffee Break Italian. Or indeed, on Twitter. Of course, at Learn Italian. Okay. We'll be back again soon with more Coffee Break Italian. Next time we'll be doing a little more phone calls, but we'll also be looking at talking more about ourselves. Not ourselves as in the three of us, but learning how to talk about yourself so that you can make more friends in Italy and practice your Italian with them. È tutto per oggi. Grazie molte. Grazie a tutti. Ciao. Arrivederci.
This is a production of the Radiolingua Network. Find out more at radiolingua.com. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.